Man, we don't play nearly enough Super Tramp on TSN 1050. The logical song. Can we play the logical song a little bit later, Chrissy? Welcome back to First Up. You're listening to TSN 1050. The theme for All Request Friday. Trade-related yeah. songs. Give a little bit. This is like Bill Armstrong. Yeah. Hey, can I get a little <laughs> bit more for Jacob Chicker and me? Hey, Jacob Voracek, we need your LTIR money here <laughs> well, to get to the salary you. cap floor. We'll get to that a little bit later. But we've got the host of... The Viewpoint Panel on the line. Our buddy Brian Hayes, also the host of Overdrive. Brian, good morning. What's going on? Morning, boys. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm currently driving past Jogger Couple at 6.45 in the morning. What? Jogger Jogger Couple? couple. (laughs) You got to get the jog in before the... Is it like uh, minus five degrees outside? It's actually quite quite nice out. It's not bad. I mean, that's such a Canadian comment. Like, relatively speaking, it's quite nice. But, yes, it's minus four, and they're out there smiling and jogging. I I couldn't think of a more miserable existence than that. Well, they're probably listening to us because it's trade deadline day, and they're probably having a good time saying, all right, we're playing (laughs) trade-related songs coming in from the break. We've got Brian Hayes joining us in in the morning. Um, it's trade deadline day. How do you usually, what are your emotions usually like for a day like today? Well, uh, I like Marner's comment after the game. He's like, I don't think I'm getting flipped. I mean, you mentioned the viewpoint panel. There's, I guess I could get flipped. That's what you're asking (laughs) from an emotional standpoint. Like maybe I move around. I don't know. But, um, honestly, I think it's at a point where there's been so many moves for two weeks. I just, I, I credit the NHL where if they did nothing today, literally not one trade, everyone would still be satisfied. Everyone would still be 100% um, ecstatic with what's happened the last two weeks with all the player movement. We're talking big names. Basically, every team in the league has been involved in one way or the other. Um, So I'm expecting deals. There's still players out there. There's still wild card teams. Like That's what always ends up happening. You get teams that are kind of in the middle ground that aren't sure if they should be buying or selling, and then all of a sudden they flip one way or the other, and all hell can break loose. So there'll be more deals. There'll be more action. But I think the last two weeks has been more than enough to allow everyone to kind of cruise through the day, and it should be fun. Uh, It's going to be a ton of fun. And you wonder, watching last night's game, how much was on the line for the Calgary Flames, and if that's a team we might see busy today either being buyers or sellers, whatever direction they decide to go. Because, I mean, the Maple Leafs had a great response game. I mean, you talk, we, you guys touched on it. We touched on it, how it was a horrible game against Edmonton. They just didn't show up. But it wasn't pretty yesterday, but they found a way to win. Yeah, I, I thought they played really, really well. I mean, it, it did not, didn't start. Great. Obviously, Gustafson pulls a Koliakovo on the line there, and next thing you know, it's in the back of the net. And yeah, that's nice. a tough way to start your tenure, isn't it? Like, you know, the, the boys are going back to the bench, like, where did we get this guy? Can't even throw the pass at the blue line on the power play. But uh, I thought Hall played really well. Um, I should say Joseph Wall, though I thought Hall played well as well. Um, but I thought it was a, a defensively sound response. And, and what it really stood out to me was how they performed in the third period when it was a bit of a grind they get on the board they get up to one yarn crook actually i thought was outstanding last night um and then they just continued to grind calgary into the ground and that's precisely what one of the elite teams in the league should be doing to a team that's kind of lacking confidence and a team that is having issues finding wins uh so i i was I was really uh, impressed with the way the Leafs played last night. That was a, a business-like blue-collar two points. 
And in terms of where Calgary's at, it's amazing that Huberto and Matthew Kachuk likely won't make the playoffs. That's like when crazy. you consider that deal went down and Calgary won the Pacific last year, Florida won the President's Trophy. It was a blockbuster deal. I thought Huberto was awful last night. <laughs> Um, and it's just, it's weird, man. I, I don't know how to explain it with Calgary because it wasn't goaltending. Markstrom made some great stops. Like Marner, Marner could have had three or four goals yeah. last night on his own. And Markstrom, I thought, kept them in that game and they just couldn't find offense. And feels like one of those seasons for Calgary. They just, they can't figure it out. And every game that passes by, you got to believe it probably is pointing towards them missing the playoffs. I just can't see Calgary being a seller considering their moves in the offseason. All the talent they have, but you know, you look at the standings, they have 67 points. They're five, six points out of a playoff spot right now, but I also can't see them as buyers either. So they might be They're stuck in, the middle. in that middle where they just got to hope Markstrom gets red hot, Huberto catches fire, something he hasn't done all year long. But for now, I think Calgary's a team that, yeah, again, stuck in NHL purgatory. Brian Hayes, the host of Overdrive, the host of the Viewpoint panel on Trade Center today, beginning at 8 a.m. Brian, I'm looking at the TSN trade bait board, and you mentioned Eric Gustafson. Tough night for him. He is not on the trade bait board, but Justin Hall is. Do you expect Justin Hall to be moved today? Do you expect Gustafson be, to be moved today? Or both move, both stay? I mean, I think one's got to go, right? Yeah, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they flipped a veteran defenseman for probably just a draft pick in return, maybe another depth piece. But I would assume, you know, you got nine NHL bodies back there. You've committed to, to younger players like Lilligren, who wasn't playing. You've got Timmons, who they don't want to play in the playoffs. But I, I, I will say, two weeks ago, I would have said no chance they move on Hall because I didn't think there was a chance they were moving on Pierre Engvall. And Engvall and Hall, you know, are very similar in terms of the eye of Kyle Dubas and Shelby Pete. Like, go back to that Calder Cup run with the Marlies. Grew up with the Marlies. The second they got Babcock out of there, those two came up and started playing. Um, but they obviously finally concluded Engvall's not the guy. I wonder how that applies to Justin Hall. But I think they like Hall. I, I, I give him some credit. The last two games, like, I think the message has been sent. Like, you better start playing physically. You're a big boy. Like, it's it's go time here. You, you better start throwing your body around. You better start playing tough. You better be sound defensively. And from that standpoint, I think they they probably would trust that over a new guy in, in, in Gustafson. So, I don't know which one would go, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if they if, if the Leafs made a move like that. I'm not expecting much more, though. Um, you know, it sounds like they're going to stay pat with the goaltending situation. Like, maybe they find a, a depth third-string type veteran, but it sounds like it's going to be Samsonov and then they're waiting for Murray. And, uh, and again, Wall played well last night, so maybe as a third insurance, that's your guy anyway. And then maybe Matthew Nice, you know, gets signed late in the season, comes up, plays a few regular season games, and is an option. But beyond that, you know, unless they trade a veteran D for, for basically – picks and maybe some more depth. I'm not expecting a ton of fireworks from Dubas today. Yeah, neither am I. Like you said, maybe just a swap for a D-man with some picks. Hayes, last night uh, we saw the debut of the masterpiece that James Duthie and Jeff O'Neill put together, the Bad for Bedard music video. I don't know how much the O-Dog really had to do with putting it together, but he was a star. He was a star in the show, and I'm wondering what uh, your thoughts are when you saw that video. Yeah, I'm a little bit concerned um, <laughs> in terms of this guy's complete lack of acting abilities for starters. Like AK pointed out, I don't think he was, you know, 
screaming in the green room for different lines. And, no, he's, and he's, he's no Tarantino. He wanted sure. to make sure he no. got the video of him eating popcorn. That's what he wanted. Yes, I think you're right. But, no, it's, I mean, that's what Duffy and the boys do. Like, he obviously always, we know him. I mean, he's an incredible sport. He has fun with all that stuff. I thought he handled it. I thought he was hilarious on the panel last night. Like, now he wants to be considered a legitimate GM because he played one <laughs> in a spoof. Uh, so, you know, I think he was saying last night he wants to be on the insider panel because he's a GM now. Expect that to be a consistent theme oh, throughout yeah. the day. But, uh, I mean, listen, this Bedard kid, it's going to be a big part of what we're even doing today. I, uh, he's going to be kind of filtering in and out the conversations revolving around him. And uh, it says something about how great he was in Halifax, how great he's been all year. Yeah, Duffy has done it again. The O-Dog is up for an Oscar, which I believe is next week. we got to get him out to L.A. Nice. Maybe it'll be for 24. We'll see. Like yeah. Maybe that rolls over. <laughs> I'm not sure how that works. But, yeah, it was. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear more about it today. Well, Kevin Costner played the Cleveland Browns GM in draft day. Why couldn't nice. O-Dog play the Leafs GM in yes. some kind of movie? Yeah. I'm sure Duffy has uh, yes. no, no better things to do than write a screenplay for Jeff O'Neill as the Maple Leafs GM. Brian will be watching 8 a.m. You are the host of the Viewpoint panel. And of course, of Overdrive 4 to 7 here on TSN 1050. Thanks for doing this, buddy. All right, boys. Thank you. Brian Hayes. Brian Hayes. Jogger couple. Yeah. There you go. Oh, wow. TSN royalty about to walk into the studio. Our hockey insider, Darren Dreger, will join us on the other side. Hour two of First Up begins after this.